sharing our faith and passion for the Lord Jesus Christ with others is a desire of Zion Christian Fellowship. Our prayer is that this message will have a lasting impact on your life and draw you closer to the Lord Jesus Christ. This message is not copyrighted. You are free to make copies for friends and neighbors. We only ask that you copy it in its entirety without alterations or changes. Now unto the King Eternal, Immortal, Invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, good morning. Welcome each one to the house of God. It's good to be gathered together and worship the Lord together. Appreciated that song service this morning. It's just a very um, worshipful and uh, um, adoration atmosphere. So uh, thank for that. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> it's enjoyable to be in that atmosphere together with the people of God. Well, in preparation for this um, meditation here this morning, my mind went to Psalm 91. It's something that I've been thinking about recently. So uh, we're going to read Psalm 91 and then just uh, take a couple of thoughts from it. Not a whole lot here this morning. But there's a lot here. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler, Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. There's many beautiful promises and analogies in this psalm. It's just amazing to think through what the psalmist is actually saying here. Being under the shadow of the Almighty, what better place could there be than that? Being under the shadow 
of the Almighty. If we really think about it, being under the shadow of the Almighty, the Creator, omniscient, omnipresent God, Almighty, none greater than Him, and we can be under that shadow. And we can be, um, in verse 4, it says, He shall cover thee with His feathers. Kind of the same concept as being under his shadow, but he shall cover thee with his feathers. Talk about protection. I mean, there is no other protection on this earth that even comes close to this kind of protection. This person doesn't have to be afraid of anything. There is nothing that he has to be afraid of. Verse 5 through 8. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. No evil and no plague in verse 10 shall befall thee, and come nigh thy dwelling. No evil and no plague. Verse 11 through 12, uh, 11 and 12, we have, this person has 24-7 bodyguards around them. And this is not an ordinary bodyguard. It's, uh, let's, let's read it. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. This is celestial beings. 24-7 bodyguards. Um, 365, 365 days a year call in support. In verse uh, 15, he so Okay, so it kind of switches here in verse 14. So the first part of the chapter, it's saying <coughs> what uh, this man... He's, he's talking about what God does to him. But then in, in verse 14, it kind of switches. It says, because he hath set his love upon me, and it's talking about, it kind of switches. It's like God talking now, saying, he has, this man has set his love upon me. Um, so let's look at it in that, from that perspective. In verse 15, it says, he shall call, that's this man, will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble and deliver him and honor him. Verse 15, long life and salvation. What more could we, what more could this man need or ask for? Sorry, did I say 15? That's verse 16. So. Who are these things for? Is there any kind of qualification or any specification that we have to, like, this sounds like something that I want. So let's go over it again and look at what, there's a few places, and I might not have caught them all, but there's a few places in here that it, uh, 
it specifies or it qualifies who this person is, or who or who these things are for. Um, verse one says, "He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High." And I think that is a choice that we make where we're going to dwell, and that's not where our house is, but it's where our spirit and our mind and our heart, our thoughts, dwell day and night. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. So these things are for this person that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Verse 9 is another qualification. It says, because... Thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. Again, kind of the same sense. Habitation is a dwelling place where we abide, where we live. And it's because this man has made God, the Most High, his habitation. It's where he abides. And again, it's in his mind and in his heart and his spirit abides there. And that, that is why he is qualified to, these, to this kind of protection. <clears throat> verse, uh, verse 14. And again, remember here, it, it kind of switches to the, to the man. Because he has set, God is saying, he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I want him. goes on. But it says, because he has set his love upon me. It reminds me of the uh, verse in the New Testament. I didn't look it up. Where it talks about setting our affections on things above. And, um, but again, I believe it kind of has the same sense. Where our affections, our heart, and our mind is set. Those are choices that we can make every day and every hour and every minute <clears throat> where we're going to set our affections. <clears throat> Verse 15 says, He shall call upon me. There's another thing to call upon the Lord. And in prayer and probably many different ways to call upon the Lord. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. So that's uh, just a little meditation that I've uh, been thinking about. Actually, the last couple of years, God has been just over and over and over reminding me to abide, my, net, my need to abide in him every day. And sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes... You don't feel like getting up in the morning. Or sometimes, yeah, it's just a battle. And sometimes I don't abide like I should. And I and I think the devil knows that if we are abiding and make him our habitation, God our habitation, and call upon him and... We set our affections, our love on him, that he has no entrance. There is no way that he can get to that person. And I think that's what kind of why 
you know, he makes it difficult because he knows there's no way he can get in. So just an encouragement today. Let's abide in the secret place. Let's dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And God bless. <clears throat>